0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Building Better Brands, the podcast that features local small businesses centered around the greater Detroit area. I'm your host, Amy Angel, and I'll be sitting down with these business owners to talk about their journeys and lessons learned, and even ask them for advice they may have for any of you who are also interested in becoming an entrepreneur. So sit back, enjoy and spread the love by sharing this with your favorite small business. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our next episode. Gosh, Ethan, is it number 12? I think it might be number 12. Anyway, we have a special um, time planned with a person who I have gotten to know, a woman, um, through a project, and she has become a friend. Yes. We just um, hit it off so great, and I'm so happy to have Dr. Johnita Porter here with us today. Hey, Johnita. Hey,
1: hey, Amy. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Oh,
0: well, thanks for your patience. Oh, no worries. I'm a little late to the studio today, everybody. A little car snafu going on in my family, but I made it. That's right.
1: That's what's most important. (laughs) Right,
0: right. So, um, and we might get back to to the importance of of car safety in a minute. Who knows? (laughs) Um, Anyway, so Dr. Porter is here, and she is one of the founding members of Virtual Educator Network, or what you call Ven, right? That's
1: right, that's right, Ven Rhymes with hen.
0: <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So you know what I usually like to do, Johnita, is just start out with you, just talking about you and your story. Okay. What do you think?
1: I think that sounds like a good idea. Okay. Um, so I am an educator by trade. I um, came to this work, you know, through my role as an educator. Um, I've spent over 20 years in the education profession, entirely in the field of special education. And, um, and, you know, I just worked with, I just, I've been in all roles, all, all areas of special education, but my passion is teaching teachers, right? Mm -hmm. Teaching educators. And initially I taught educators how to work with kids with disabilities because my passion is with inclusion. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I started the assistive and instructional technology department in your district. Right from the PSAP. Community Schools.
0: Yeah. No small feat
1: there. Uh, oh my gosh, it was a big undertaking, <laughs> but a labor of love. And so then we started teaching teachers how to use capa- uh, how to uh, use technology and building capacity And uh, and and so you know that's that's my professional role. I am passionate about the work of education, just because you know um, I came from a a very underprivileged background, and the work of seeing children in special education is something very personal to Mm -hmm. me because I have family members who are still you know Mm -hmm. in receiving services. And I see the disparity in Mm -hmm. the services between children who are underprivileged and those who are privileged. And Mm -hmm. so I'm always working to build capacity to try to even out that disparity. Close that gap. Yeah, to close that gap. So that's kind of how I, and, and as a matter of fact, I entered the work because of a family member who um had special needs and and i wanted to be an advocate for that Mm -hmm. family member and so yeah so that's how i started the work and then uh but that's not how i came to the VIN. that's a little bit that's a little bit different
0: well you know when you mention um i'm not personally familiar with children with special needs well i am personally but not with one of my children but one of my nieces Mm and my brother and sister-in-law have six children all adopted and one is a twin and she has um been struggling and in education that she and her twin sister will let's see they're going to be eight in october Mm -hmm. so they'll be going into second second grade yeah and so um, I think that, you know, so the program that she's in right now, most of the children don't talk mm-hmm. at all. And that's really troubling to, I think, probably her parents. Yeah. I can speak for me. It is to me. Yeah. And, you know, you want, you want to immerse them in the normal classroom, yes. right? Yes. It's so important it for is. their, uh, everyone wants to belong. Yes. And some of us can't articulate it. Uh, because we might not be able to or know how to. Right, right. Depending on whatever challenge that we have.
1: And it's actually harder. Okay, so, yeah, you're going to get me on okay. my soapbox. Okay, well. It's, it's actually harder. Yeah. For students, when I, so I am a big inclusion believer, mm-hmm. right? And I'll go to the mat on that. And so it. I, um, it is harder for children who are nonverbal to be in the classroom with other kids who are nonverbal because mm-hmm. what's the what's the bar, right? Right. Everybody's nonverbal, but instead, if you have a child who's nonverbal in a classroom of peers. Who are verbal, right? Uh-huh. They're going to pick up more, and they're going to make gains at a faster rate because you are mm-hmm. they're they're being they're being challenged, right? Yeah. And so, um, so why don't yeah. our
0: why why doesn't our education system want to be more inclusive?
1: Well, it's a couple of different reasons. It's um it's it's dollars, right? Because because special education, you have a you have a obligation to make sure that you're providing. Uh, the necessary support to students who have disabilities and and if school districts haven't done the job of building capacity right mm-hmm. to their educators then their educators won't know how to include the student and help them to make gains academically mm-hmm. because that's another that's another yeah. um, obligation and so sometimes because you have the trained professional who has been trained with, teaching students mm-hmm. who are nonverbal they are in a special education classroom with students who are uh, who all have mm-hmm. like needs it's just e- it's easier right mm-hmm. you have you have this trained person in one classroom versus a trained person who is splitting themselves amongst three or four different general ed classrooms because it's not fair to that general ed teacher to put all of the same types of needs of students in one classroom so you you know so it's what about parents
0: i mean how do parents feel today it depends Mm -hmm. it
1: depends so you know if you have people like like my children Uh are going to be believers in inclusion because Mm -hmm. when my kids are little i always said to them you you must be a supporter mm-hmm. of kids in the classroom. I don't care how hard it is, mm-hmm. because if it weren't for these kids, you wouldn't be eating. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have shoes on your mm-hmm. back. You wouldn't have a roof over your head. And so, mm-hmm. and not only that, but it's the right thing to do. Oh, so, it teaches
0: them compassion. And empathy. And, and, right.
1: Right. And so my kids, when they become parents, they better be supporters, mm-hmm. right? But then you also have other families who I've had conversations with who have said, Mm, no the the these those kids being in the classroom with my student is taken away from the, right. from my student mm-hmm. and so they need to be in their own classroom and so it really just depends mm-hmm. on it just it really just depends so. on the families and so you know part of the part of the work with the VIN is it was founded in inclusion. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about yeah. the then. Yeah, let's do that. So um so it was founded in inclusion. When when I um so I was in a really bad car accident back in twenty seventeen um that led to me not being able to work. And so I decided, well and I was so close to death that I was like, wow I have a second lease on life. Mm -hmm. I have a second chance at life. And Mm -hmm. so I started to think about all of the things that I wanted to do right now Mm -hmm. that I had this have this new lease on life. And so I decided that I wanted to pursue my doctoral degree because that's something that I always wanted to do. So I enrolled in Michigan State University. Go green. Go white. (laughs) And they were, um, because I had contacted them two weeks before my car accident, I talked to them about like the program and that sort of thing. And so once I got stable and I was, you know, able to kind of get up and about, I applied to the program. I was accepted. And that's where I met my research partners and my business partners, Mm -hmm. and um, Dr. Ken Horn Jr. and Dr. Kelly Anderson. Kelly is a um kindergarten teacher. she was a kindergarten teacher at that time and she is also passionate about inclusion. Uh And so we were just talking about like it was like a couple of weeks in and and Kelly came up to me and she's like, well, I guess we should get to know each other because we we're the only two who are really passionate about inclusion. So I was like, okay, girl, like let's get to know each other. And um and so, you know, we just kind of formed a bond right away over our passion. And Ken, being a new parent, he was he was interested. He has a post-secondary background, but he was interested. He was like, you know, as a parent, I want to know yeah. more about inclusion and what I can do and blah, blah blah. Mm-hmm. And so,, um, you know, I did some research in Plymouth Canton about the needs of um, for educators, what educators need to include kids. And what I found is that overwhelmingly, At that time, Plymouth Plymouth was the third largest district in the state. And I found that overwhelmingly teachers, gen ed and special ed, they were excited about doing the work of inclusion. They believed in inclusion, Mm -hmm. but they didn't have the support. Right. And they didn't know how to really do it, even though I had been in the district since 2004, but I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> I'm like, what you mean you don't know how to right. do it? I, I, but I'm only one person, right? right? And I was trying to like single handedly change the world of, of inclusion in Plymouth. But... Um, you know, I put that aside and I was like, you know, there's they're they're telling us something and I used that data to say we need to do something in our doctoral work and we decided the group of three of us, we decided that we wanted to create a system and of support for educators, including kids mm-hmm. with disabilities. And then we wanted to um we wanted to follow the outcomes and see what happened. Um, so we started. That's how we started and And it was kind of amazing. We were exciting. We're getting it going. And then the pandemic happened. Mm. And then I know, right? Pesky pandemic. Pandemic happened. Uh, Everything shifted online. Schools shifted online. So we shifted our research plan online, but we still had the same focus. Mm -hmm. So when we brought our subjects together, we were like, hey, bring your issues that you have, including kids with inclusion. Well, they didn't have any issues with that. They wanted to know, they had like global issues. Like how do we engage kids? Uh-huh. How do we keep kids on task? We're in this virtual environment, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so we shifted. We kind of shifted our focus. Based on
0: the audience needs. Based okay. on
1: the um educator need, the participants need. Yeah. And it was, um it was amazing, Amy. Like.
0: Like how? What was, give me an example of what was so amazing. Okay.
1: Okay. First of all, we had. All of the we had educators come together from different walks of life. So we had high school algebra, uh, elementary, you know, teaching all subjects. We had uh, gym teachers. We had counselors. We had social workers. We had we had like amazing everybody all together. And so at at first, I'm telling my my peers, my partners, I'm like, this isn't going to work. Like we need to scrap this whole research plan. This isn't going to work. We have all of the we have they're too diverse. Too diverse, right? And and they're like, no, we're gonna see where this goes. We're gonna see. Like okay. our goal is to measure the outcomes yeah. and report the outcomes, good or bad, right? Right. But I'm used to getting gold stars my whole life, so I'm like, you
0: didn't want bad. I'm gonna get a black star, <laughs> right? I'm gonna get a,
1: a, a awful star on this. So, um, so yeah. So they they were like, nope, we're going for it, and. Would you know that one of the outcomes of the research was that there was power in having the diverse backgrounds, experiences, and perspectives? And one of the one of the things that they kept that the participants kept saying at the end of the um, study, because we we interviewed each of them before and after, and they said, you know, have being able to be in a space with a high school teacher right Mm -hmm. i'm an elementary teacher i don't know anything about high school right so now but your
0: elementary kid's gonna be in high school exactly so to partner together to oh so
1: they're so number one they're getting a glimpse of what their students are going to be or what they're working towards right as a teacher Uh this is what i'm working towards to get them to this level but then also the suggestions that were being given at a different level, yes, an educator, it may not be altogether appropriate, but they were able to adjust it and modify mm-hmm. it based on the needs of their particular level and put it into play. And the teacher said it, ha- it carries more weight because oh. because the strategies, the suggestions, are coming from someone who is in the classroom doing the work every single day. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're
0: yep. seeing a gold star.
1: Oh yeah. I was like, <laughs> I see a gold star kinda of peeking up. Uh, the other thing that they said was that um we didn't have we didn't have administrators in the space. So basically what happens is you bring together um, educators into this online space and and they're talking about like problems that they're having, mm-hmm. right? In their classroom and then and then they get advice from their colleagues. Yeah. Basically that's what it is and long and short of it. And so what they said was, um, not having administrators in the space was was just like a chef's kiss, if you will. Oh, because they felt comfortable talking about their 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 insecurities mm-hmm. or like I don't know how to. But do that's this. what you.
0: That's what you. Your our conversations have been about one one part of Venn is the safe space. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, and. And I just assumed that it would be a safe space regardless, but what they what was overwhelming from the feedback from the participants was that um, not having the administrator in the space was integral because they didn't have to worry about that person coming back and using it against right. them or even looking down on them right? right like oh you're supposed to be a master teacher you've been in the game for 20 years and now all of a sudden you're saying you don't know how to do you know this practice right. yeah. yeah so they don't have they didn't have to worry yeah. about that and then the third thing that they talked about was um the facilitator role mm-hmm. so in the VEN, um in this online space there's there are two facilitators who make sure that conversations are productive mm-hmm. and it's not just a, a, a Ripe session right okay and and the facilitators are trained in our process mm-hmm. and then and you know so what and they also they're like capturing the notes mm-hmm. so that the person who's receiving help or the person who's giving recommendations they're not having to worry about did I spell that right did I capture that right mm-hmm. we're we're handling all of yeah. that and they're also and then another facilitator they're monitoring the online space to make sure you know they're monitoring the the I call it call it the uh, like the nonverbal yeah. the nonverbal screen mm-hmm. language right and they're calling people in and calling people out right okay and so um they all talked about like if the if the the, the key, of that facilitator role and the fact that if that facilitator wasn't there it would basically just be you know people with their screens off you know cooking dinner or doing whatever or not being really engaged or maybe just you know griping about a session and -hmm. issue instead of being really productive and being collaborative Mm -hmm. and so that was the other thing and uh, we were like wow. (laughs) So
0: collaborative, safe, what are some of your other tenants at Venn?
1: Um, so, yeah, so the collaborative safe space, um, collaborative problem solving, mm-hmm. um, our routine of interaction. That's mm-hmm. what we call our whole process and um, the relationship building. Yeah. OK, so that relate relationship building is the is the difference between what we saw in the pandemic where people just had to be on screen mm-hmm. and um, and have meetings and 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 being in a space, but actively being a part of this online community, mm-hmm. right? And so you build relationships relationships by, you know, we have connector activities. Mm-hmm. We take time to get to know the person. We have the two uh, facilitators who are working together. So we important. we connect with people. Like for example, we had a um, we had a, a, a subject participant who was quiet. He Uh had lots and lots and lots of um, knowledge. We we considered him a sage, right? But he was quiet because he wasn't an educator. He came from a, he had a counseling background Uh and he worked in juvenile facilities previously. And so he didn't think that he really had the credibility to offer suggestions into the space. And so, you know, we would make sure that we reached out to him and we would say, hey, we know that you've got a lot of knowledge and we want you to feel comfortable sharing, right? And what we're gonna do is occasionally, we're gonna call your name and when there's a topic, and we're yeah. gonna see if you have anything to offer, would you be okay with that, right? And he's like, "Yeah, I would like that," you know. And so then, and then when it unfolded, we're having a conversation, and then I'm like, "Hey, I think Henry might have something mm-hmm. to add to that." Of course, that's not his yeah. real name, right? Um, I well, think, it's so no different than
0: the yeah. classroom when I'm teaching college kids, trying to get some of the quiet ones to participate. Yeah, and try, but but you have to create that safe space first where they. Feel like it's okay to you know say anything, and there's not a dumb question, and you know so on. Yeah. So,
1: So that was you know that so the relationship building, the 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 facilitator role, the uh, look I'm pointing because I'm we have a we have a pantheon. You're visualizing your pantheon. Yeah, my pantheon. So I'm like making sure that I covered it all, and you know, and so all of those factors together, uh, the relationship building, uh, facilitator role, collaborative safe space of uh, routine of interaction is there diversity diverse, yes yep diversity i can
0: i'm, I'm envisioning <laughs> yeah, your I your pantheon it. too i see
1: it yeah. <laughs> so um the diversity of expertise all of those things together they lead to impact on teacher outcome because what we found is that um t- or what what they reported what participants reported is that they were more willing to Im- to incorporate new ideas and strategies because they were coming from people, um, educators, mm-hmm. colleagues who have been doing the work, right? Yeah. And and it wasn't just somebody coming in telling them all the stuff that they had did wrong, right? Or and it wasn't someone coming in who's like a nationwide speaker going from Michigan to Indiana to Oregon. Uh-huh. You know, these are people who are like, yes, they may be across the country but they're across the country collectively doing the same thing. Right. And the way that I can best describe it is you know, teachers have always been tired and and fatigued and kind of burnt out mm-hmm. right with their jobs, but even more so through the pandemic and when they returned to school right. last year. And so they were just spent. Right. And they didn't have anything left to mm-hmm. give to their to their students. So what we do is we're building up our educators. We're building them up. We're validating them, Mm -hmm. right? We're letting them know that they're not alone Mm -hmm. and that there are other folks in the struggle and that you know what you, you, oh, educators as expertise, Mm -hmm. experts. That's our other um, column. And you know what you're talking about. You are an expert. We believe in you. We trust you, right? Mm -hmm. Even if you don't have anything that you need help with, you have expertise that you can offer into the online space to help another mm-hmm. and that builds them up That's, right yeah. and so then as a result they are educators are more likely to have something to pour out or to give back to their mm-hmm. to their students because they're not so spent so because drained. people yeah. are just pulling and right. taking and telling them what you're not and you can't mm-hmm. and you won't and you shouldn't you know, it's like, mm-hmm. no, you can, and you should, and you are, and please do, and yeah. thank you, and we appreciate you, you know? And so it really, it makes a world of difference. And, you know, um, our model is a teacher retention and support model. Mm-hmm. You know, our mo- I, our model makes the difference between a teacher saying, I can't give it one more day. I can't give it one more year to, you know, there are people who I have come to support and and i can rely on and you know what i can give it a little bit more i do have a little bit more so
0: you do you remember and i can't remember if it was one of your data points that you and your um co-founders discovered or if it was one that we did in the in the project we worked with Mm -hmm. you on but remember there was what what percentage of teachers uh, have you know, left since twenty twenty. Yes, yeah, so since twenty twenty, was it a percentage or a number? It was Janata? a number. It
1: was thirty. It was three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand teachers have left the profession between uh, twenty twenty and May twenty twenty two, and that was from Heckinger. The yeah. Heckinger report, I it believe. So many, and so yeah. with
0: the support, the professional development you're offering, and the support, and right. the community, and the validation, and the and
1: oh, NEA. Excuse oh, me. okay. It was the NEA. Yeah. Yep, that was the yeah. NEA survey. Um, National hopefully Education Hopefully you'll Association. turn that around. Yeah. Because
0: it could be a real, real problem.
1: Oh, and it will be. Yeah. I mean, and the, the other data point, remember, was that we're getting hit on both both ends. Right. So we've got educators leaving based on what the NEA is saying. Mm-hmm. And then um, the Special Education Legislative Group, they had a conference recently And, of course, they're just focusing on special education, but they said that 35, uh, their teacher preparatory programs for incoming students have decreased nationwide by 35%, 35%. So we're losing students who are interested in and that's just special education right. that number i know that now num- i would bet the number is bigger bigger oh it's you, gotta be yeah it's gotta be bigger because special ed is so small so you're you're losing kids or students mm-hmm. who are interested in becoming teachers right and then you're losing uh, teachers who want to continue to be mm-hmm. teachers we are in trouble mm-hmm. like like uh what the, what uh what was her name? Whoopi Goldberg said to Molly and Ghost. I don't know, it's You it in again. trouble, you in trouble, child. <laughs> so she's like, she was like, Molly, you in trouble, girl. And I'm like, Education, you in, in trouble, trouble, girl. Oh. We are in trouble. Okay. We well, are in trouble. So
0: you're aiming to to fix a little bit of this. We are aim- we yeah. are aiming to fix so, a lot of it. So what yeah. are your different offerings?
1: Okay, so we have several different offerings. We have a then experience we call it a then participant Mm -hmm. experience and that is where people participants all over the country they just want to come together in an online space and they want to either bring talk about problems of practice okay or they want to offer some help other colleagues, right so we offer that we also offer a then certified facilitator training so so participant or facilitator, okay. right? Those are the two umbrellas. For a facilitator, there's two different ki- types of levels. Mm-hmm. You could be um, a then-certified facilitator where you go through online um, online format. It's 10 hours, and we it's like an abridged uh, version of our research and strategies, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's synchronously or asynchronously. Right. So either on your um, with people or by yourself, right? Okay. Um, And then there's also a Venn-certified trainer model. So you can become a facilitator, but it's like a train-to-trainer model. And that's 30 hours, it's in person, um, it's full day, and it's an unabridged version of our research and our strategy. So we're just going more in depth. And is
0: that so I could create my own Yeah. So okay, so
1: you can so if you do the train to trainer model, Uh you can do your own VINs, you can train folks to start their own VINs, we put you on our list of um, trainers, Uh and it's like a database and people can look to see who's uh, certified. If you just do the, not just, if you do the 10 hour version, Mm -hmm. you can run like a VIN in your building, but you wouldn't be able to do it at an organization level because you just wouldn't have enough groundwork to be able to talk, to speak to it, but it would be enough to get your feet wet. Yeah, And you know, the thing that I like to say uh, to people is that, um, you know, this, this is my, I consider the VIN my gift to education. I, um, you know, my career was cut short because of the accident. Yeah. And so I retired from Plymouth, Canton, um, with a disability retirement in November of 2021. And, um, I'm only 46. So I had way more, you know, years of, of educating in me, but God let me on this direction, mm-hmm. on this path. And so I, the good thing about it is that I'm able to do what I love, which is building capacity. Mm-hmm. And, um, but but I like I it's my gift. I don't mm-hmm. have to I'm I'm retired, right? So I still I had
0: I'm I've got seven years on you. <laughs> right. so- I'm working my fanny off. Well, not that you're not working no, hard because wor- you are you're, I'm working, you're working harder working now. But I'm to be retired now. and be collecting that pension. Yes, collecting the so pension. So jealous.
1: So it's so nice because I'm like, I'm our, my family's gonna eat, right? We're gonna eat regardless. Mm-hmm but i can do this i can give this to to the education community we don't where we me and my uh, partners we're all educators we know the you la- know the, struggles. We know you, the struggle we know the struggle we know the kind of money that educators make and so our price points are ve- re- they reflect yeah the point the fact that number one i already have money and number two um, we know the struggles that educators go through. And so we're not trying to gouge anybody. Right. We know the struggle, and our pricing reflects that. So, yeah, yeah. That
0: is, I am super excited to, to watch the growth event. So you... Are currently traveling a bit yes. to get in front of audiences, yes. and you just got back from Kentucky. Yes. How'd that go? Oh
1: my gosh, it was amazing. So I was I know telling, via
0: text you were giving me some, you know. It was
1: amazing. W- like we had a um, so we were a Sunday, we presented sun. I presented Sunday yeah. at eight o'clock. So I was like, nobody's coming, but people came. Yeah. <laughs> I was so excited mm-hmm. that people came. And I told Ethan, I said, you know. Um, as, as I reflected on the presentation, the thing that I would have done differently, um, I would have not talked so much about how Ken Kelly and I came together. Okay. Because what happened was uh, during the presentation, I give them a mock simulation. Right. And they were like, like when I had to cut off the simulation they just looked like I had pulled the rug from under oh, them. They're like, wait, interesting. what? Wait, right. that's it. We're and not, I'm like, we're not ready. Right. They were not ready. It was so cute. It was so yeah. cute. Um, but because of that, I felt like I had to speed through the yeah. last little slides, and so I, I, told Ethan, I said, "Well, if I had to do it over again, I would take away, I would shave off a little bit yeah. about how can Kelly, but that's I, good, you
0: know, yeah, because yeah, you've, you've kinda, got a few others coming up. That's so right, that's that, right. That's what I do in all my lectures. Yeah. I mean, it takes me three semesters to finally go, okay, I got it right,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and then you know you still tweak, yeah, so yeah,
1: I mean, but overall. I, I felt really good about it, and it was just so cute. How I was like, okay, so that concludes the simulation, and you could just tell they wanted more. And I'm like, that's see, this feedback. is the power. Like this is this is the power mm-hmm. of what we're doing. We're not here, you know. This is oh, and it was so funny, Amy. We, my daughter, did she
0: get all the count the um, calendly um, no. filled up?
1: No, 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 no. That was that's the whole, no, no. Oh, okay. Was, <laughs> she was not ready. She was like, Mom, I feel like I am in here with all of my principals. And oh. she's only twenty two. She was like, nah. I'm not yeah,
0: doing it. two was, in your face. Yeah, she
1: she was <laughs> not ready for that. So I got a plan. Okay. I got a plan for that. But um but we attended a presentation, um, someone's presentation and they were saying, you know, we we're not talking about the research, right? They were kinda like poo-pooing the research and not our research right. just research in general oh. and i'm like there's benefit to research and that's why we as educators are in the situation we're in where we're spending 8 billion dollars on professional development without but only 30% of educators are saying that, prof- that it professional works, development is effective, effective. Yeah. right there's a reason why because we're not paying attention to Mm -hmm. the research
0: oh completely 110 percent agree with that I mean I think that's what sets me apart with my consulting is everything's research-based whether it's brand identity or a pitch deck or a promotional campaign or a web website I mean what yeah you have to I mean that's that doesn't
1: lie. No, the data
0: doesn't lie. You it's have hard. my heart. You yeah. have my
1: heart at the research when you oh. when you gave sent over. I was like, oh, <laughs> research, okay. But I mean, and then
0: we get this much, and we might only use this much. Right, but you know the the business economy changes. Yes, um, and so
1: it's so. important. The research is important um, with the with what's at stake. Right, mm-hmm. our kids are at stake. Our teachers are at stake. Oh, yeah. And and these dollars are at stake. Mm-hmm. And so and there's not a lot of dollars to go around. Right. So we have and to we know. We don't
0: need bigger classrooms.
1: Right. So we don't. what are we gonna do? We need yeah. to know what works, mm-hmm. um, and we need to know what's effective. And you know, one of the things that we incorporate that I'm really proud of with our, there's a lot of things that I'm proud of, but one of the things that we really incorporate is how adults learn, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's a concept called Andragogy, and I won't get too much into I can like start talking to talk real (laughs) fast and i'll be all excited (laughs) but you know we spend a lot of time in education thinking about like how we teach children but we don't spend a lot of time thinking about how adults learn Mm -hmm. and that's why i i feel i we found that's why we found we fall short a lot of Mm times in building capacity because we're trying to teach our we're trying to teach adults like their children Mm -hmm. and that's why they're pushing back You know, and so we are really looking at the research behind what adults need. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you can't they're not they're not kids. Right. right? And they're not and they're not workers. That's the other thing. We treat teachers. We treat educators like they're workers. We don't treat them like they're professionals. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if we treated them like professionals, we would respect them like Mm -hmm. professionals and we would listen to their words like professionals and we would consider their thoughts like professionals. But we don't. Well, now we do with my model. Yeah. Or with our model, right. I shouldn't say my model. So. Well and we
0: and and too, um, whether we're teachers or I mean, we, we're juggling so much and yeah. if we go back to the pandemic, that really changed us. Yeah. And so but we're juggling families and some of us, you know, have learned to have a side hustle, you know, teachers, yes. definitely. Um, because, you know, we all know they aren't paid um, enough. That's right. They have their summer jobs, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so we forget that they are um, juggling a lot of things, wearing many hats. Yes. And
1: and now they're showing us that they don't have to put up with that treatment, and that's why they're leaving. Mm-hmm. And so we, as a, as a collective, as a collective uh, profession, We have to do something different, right? We have to offer something different so that the educators know that they are, that we see them, Mm -hmm. we respect them, we, you know, we trust in them, we entrust in them. Yeah. And um, and so that they'll want to stay. Because, right, like for the, you know, before it was like, okay, we're going into education you know, some people did it because they liked the schedule. They mm-hmm. wanted their summers right. off, right? Some people did it because they were really passionate about working mm-hmm. with children, but um, but now it's so education is so politicized that that they're not. Like they're working during the summer, right? Mm-hmm. And and they're they're not able to just teach children. It's mm-hmm. all of this other mm-hmm. stuff, and it's not enough for them to right. stay in it. So we have to start right. offering. They're being
0: they're doing so many things that are um, above and beyond teaching. Yes, that no wonder they're burned out. Yeah,
1: and they're spending their own money. Right, right. So it's just too much. Right. It's just all coming to a head. Yeah, and you know, and that's why we're like, no, here's something we're offering something different to to the profession. And we're offering it at a, you know, it's, we're not trying to get rich, right? right? We're not doing that. We're just offering something because we believe we believe that much in it. We found mm-hmm. um, that, the, that the outcomes are really powerful enough to make a difference in, in what they're doing and how, the, how they're teaching.
0: So speaking of powerful outcomes, what really sets you apart? There's other professional developments yeah. um, uh, or p- p- PD programs out there. Yeah. Um, so why then?
1: Well, you know, we did the work because we had to as doctoral students. We did the work of comparing ourselves Mm -hmm. to other models out there. And so a couple of things about the VIN. Number one, the VIN is only it's the only it's one of the only PD models that's just for educators. Like, you know, when we first got started, a lot of people were like, oh, it's a community of practice. And I'm like, well. It's not a community of practice because you can have a community of practice on bowling. You can have a community of practice talking about the real worlds of of Atlanta, right? Uh-huh. Or, or Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. We are we are just dedicated to the educator space, number one. And number two, we are adaptive. So we, we follow, like I mentioned at the top of the show, we follow the needs of the educators. We had an idea where we wanted to talk about um, inclusion, but they had other needs. Mm-hmm. And so we're adaptive. Yeah. We, we follow the needs of the mm-hmm. educators. And our model is, um, you know, it's kind of... It's adaptable and it morphs enough where yeah. we can kind of layer it over any yeah. issues versus other models where they'll say, Oh, well, yes, we can come in and we can make a difference and move the needle with your educators, but they have to follow the way that that model is going, right? Right. And it's also That's not life. No, it's not life. We- <laughs> it's not. It's not <laughs> life at all. It's just not. Um, and then, you know, we're also transformative because we are incorporating the um, the andragogy or mm-hmm. the adult learning science, and we're also incorporating affective neuroscience. So we really believe um, the affective neuroscience is really. Um, talking about how the emotions, emotions yeah. drive your learning and 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 I was at the conference in Kentucky and I was like I was like let me give you the quickest idea a quickest example of affective neuroscience I said you know how you are um, you're watching a show or watching a movie and it's like um it's talk it's like real world People like real world yeah. characters. Like the other day, I was watching House of Gucci, uh-huh. and um, and it was talking about like the infighting with the Gucci family and that sort of thing. And as I'm as I'm watching it, I'm I'm pulling up on my phone uh-huh. and I'm googling like Gucci O oh, Gucci and all <laughs> of the right. That's affect of neuroscience. Like at first, I didn't care when the f- movie first started. I didn't care about them, but once I got connected, uh-huh. like once I get emotionally uh-huh. into the story, uh-huh. I wanted to learn uh-huh. more. That's affective neuroscience. Anytime you're on your phone trying to learn more about something Uh that you're watching or seeing – you, yeah, yeah. African which fall, which,
0: addition. yeah, no, you're speaking my language, because that's marketing, too. Yeah, I mean, when I, th- I teach consumer behavior, and, and, when, and a lot of it psychology, Yeah. and a lot of and we talk a lot about hedonic pleasure versus functional, you know, value, I mean, what are we buying it, you know, because it it functions really uh-huh. well? Or is it for immediate gratification? Yeah, you know, and all of it, you know, can yep. or m- much of it can be emotional. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. So, you know, all right. so. So, you know, and and also, you know, because we are leveraging educators as experts, that's the other part that makes it so transformational. I mean, if you think about it, if you ask any of your educator friends or family, educators don't have a chance to talk and meet and and connect and talk about things, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Usually there's an Begin, a beginning of the year like kickoff mm-hmm. and that's where all of the teachers from all of the different levels they see each other they hug how's your summer oh my mm-hmm. god blah, blah, blah. have a good year yeah and
0: that's it. and that's until next time
1: until next the, the, the year until next year but now we're bringing together educators from all walks of life and backgrounds and years of experience into one space to talk and learn from each other. Nobody, and I mean nobody, is doing that. Yeah, yeah.
0: So then, so so you ha- you obviously can sell your offerings to a school district. Yes. Um, perhaps even, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe, you know, private schools that are independent. But what about individuals that find out about you? Say me. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. you, I know you're eventually going to get into the college yes, level. Yes. But um, so what's the best way for, I mean, I know you're out there hitting the pavement. Yeah and but what's the best way for people to find out about you yeah
1: so the best way for them to find out about us is to go to our website virtualeducatornetwork.com there they can find out about us they can see what our offerings are our services Um, they can also there's a contact tab Mm where they can, you know, fill out a query. They can also just email us at info at com. And to your question, Amy, if you, let's say you're an educator and you, you're not, you're you're not a part of a school district, Mm -hmm. but you want to be a part of a then experience, Uh then you would just go to, you know, you just Oh, and we have we're like on all of the social media things: yeah. Facebook, Twitter, and that's the virtual,
0: virtual educator network network. Yes. Okay. Except our Twitter, Twitter is a di- little different. Yes,
1: at the official underscore VIN because we yeah. couldn't not get the same yeah. handle. But um, you know, but basically what you do is um, you could reach out to us or just submit a query online, and you would just pay your eighty bucks. That's mm-hmm. all it is for the participant experience. Pay your eighty bucks. And that entitles you to six hours or six sessions where you just, yes, it's 80 bucks. Whoa. 80 bucks. (laughs) I'm telling you, like, it's our gift. You can't go out to dinner for 80 bucks. (laughs) It's our gift to education. I'm not joking. And you get you'll get so much good stuff just being in the midst with other educators, and so yeah, you just pay your money like we yeah you pay your money okay. and you get a Zoom ID and then. How do you
0: know the schedule like when the when it starts? Like, yeah, you know, so six sessions. I'm I'm guessing that's one one a week.
1: Um, every so twice a month.
0: Twice a month. Yep. So then, for
1: th- so it's twice a month for th- every every session every segment. There's six sessions total, and okay. then we start a new one. Okay. And so they're twice a month for three months. And so what happens is we um, we we broadcast it on social media. Mm-hmm. We say, hey, we got a new VIN experience coming out. And then there's an Eventbrite with all of the information. Got it. And that's you pay your money. You got pay it. everything on our secure platform, uh-huh. and then you get the ID and that sort of thing. Um, the other thing is um, you mentioned working with org- with school districts. The greatest thing that we're doing right now, one of the great things of many, uh, we are launching our asynchronous option, and that will allow us to do two things. One, we'll be able to just offer courses where people can just pay and click through the the uh, facilitator courses, Got not it. the not the Venn experience. You need real people for that. But they can at least become facilitators at their own pace. But with the um, Venn experience and the Vim facilitator, we are also going to be working with um, school districts to get the courses into their learning management systems.
0: Wow, I, that's new news for yeah, me. Oh, that's yeah, wonderful. so we've
1: been in the middle, like we have all of our content created, uh-huh. um, and so we've been in talks with school districts, and we're like right on the verge of being able to offer that, because a lot of districts Are currently using LMSs to offer PD. And so we're like, well, we wanna be able to get into that game Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Um, And then, last thing is with our VIN participant experience and our 10 hour training, facilitator training, they're both approved. By the National Association of Social Workers, so for
0: if um, for credit for um, yeah, continuing for, education for con- credit, that's yes, yes. right
1: for continuing education credit. So if there are any social workers out there, and and let me say this, if we call it the Virtual Educator Network, but this model is for any adult who does the work of working with a student mm-hmm. and wants support or has advice to give. Yeah. And so, and so, to social workers out there, um, pay stay tuned to our website and to our social media. We're putting together uh, trainings coming up because you can get six hours, six CE units for the participant experience, and nine and a half. For the facilitator training. Oh wow, super cheap. Yeah. And
0: yeah. how many do they typically need? Every do they, ha- they do they have to stay on top of it every year?
1: Yeah. So um, I know in the state of Michigan, because every state is different. But in Michigan, I want to say you need forty-five credits. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want to say, and up to so many can be online. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think they can have like ten. Uh, don't quote me on that. I think ten might be online. And okay. if that's the case, then you can get like most of sixty percent to yeah. almost ninety percent of your online portion done uh just by the VIN and the price is, you know, again it's eighty bucks and I think it's one twenty five for the for the facilitator training. Okay. So it's super cheap. Oh. Yeah, super cheap.
0: Well yeah, and yeah, you know everybody appreciates that.
1: Because I know how, I know. I mean, I remember, like, filling out the request list and ha- having, you know, wonderful parents donate and, right. you know, coming out of my own pocket. I know what it's like, right. you know. Our teachers do so much. Our educators do so much. And they get so little in well, return. no,
0: we want to give them a lot of love.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
0: So is there anything else as we wrap up that you want the audience to know?
1: Um, I just want the audience to know that me and my partners are educators like we believe in this this Mm -hmm. is we believe in it it's it's from the from the beginning of my work from the beginning of kelly's work from the beginning of Ken's parenting, mm-hmm. we believe in this. And so we're talking about what we know from our experience and based on our research and putting it all together and bringing together this wonderful experience for, for educators. And we're just excited to see it grow.
0: Um, well, yeah. it's clear to me, I have not met Ken. I've met Kelly online with yeah. you a few weeks ago, but um I feel like I've known you for a lot longer Me too. and you're so kind Aww, and you, you know, and passionate. And so it's so apparent how much you want to give back.
1: Yeah. And,
0: yeah. um, and, and the knowledge that you have, you're, I mean, you're, you're I mean, you're so professional and knowledgeable. I won't, um, I won't hold it against you that you went to Michigan state, <laughs> I can't because my daughter goes there. That's so right. I have That's no right. problem saying go green or That's go white. That's right. Um, but, um, yeah, so it's got to be unusual for you to be here on Michigan's campus. Yeah, in a, I know. know a Ross Digital Media Studio. I know. But, I'm like, but, but you the know blinders right, on, right? right. Like,
1: you don't see You're, me yeah. here. <laughs> anyway, but it's it's all And you've been and, great. Like, oh, you know, thanks. just your support and helping me to get ready for Kentucky. I did not share this with Ethan, but, you know, the – The services that you offered, you know, opening up, you know, a a classroom so that I could be comfortable, right? It was my first time. The audience doesn't know this, but that presentation was my first time presenting in a professional Mm -hmm. um, environment since before my car accident. And I just didn't know how I was going to feel about it. it. Um, But but Was that helpful? Oh, my gosh. You opening up that space and just talking to me, mm-hmm. your attention to detail is is just bar none because oh, you just you, helped Tanaida. me think about every little thing and it helped me. I, I didn't even have to think about. Like I didn't even have to think about it. I wasn't. I wasn't nervous. When oh, I, I'm so glad to
0: it, hear was that. Yeah. Like it, yeah, it was wonderful.
1: Like because then everybody gets
0: to know you when yeah. you get. I mean, it's good to have a little nerves in a presentation. Yeah, but if we can try to, you know, set that aside, then they really get to fall in love with you. And yeah. a lot of times, that's what happens with our audience, our customers. They fall in love with us first, and th- you know, and then the product or the service is a no-brainer. Yeah,
1: and Be- you know, I have to say that. You know, having people getting to know me is something that is very different for me. Um, Really? Yes, very different for me uh, because I, prior to the accident, I kind of wore a mask and only presented myself as a certain way. And so when the accident happened, the first thing that I said to myself was that had you died... Your co-workers would not have known oh, the dear. real you. And so I made a point to be true to myself and to like good, bad or ugly. So, you know, well, that you is something me. beautiful
0: that came from something that could yes. that was so not beautiful. It was a it rose is, that came from
1: the com- yeah. concrete for sure. And, oh, I and, love you, that. and you helped me. Yeah. You helped me to make sure because I was comfortable with the presentation, then I was comfortable being myself. Right. And and. And I have made. I've taken this oath, like to be Mm -hmm. true to myself, not to be all stumpy and pompous, right? Right? You know, none of that. And so, and so, thank you so much for all of of your help. Yeah, it's
0: been it's been a true pleasure and. I know you're going to be moving soon, but but I still have my right. business presence in right. Michigan. Hey, I can stalk you. I've got your phone number. That's
1: right. You <laughs> could come to the beach and see <laughs> me, and my business oh my partners gosh. are still here, yeah. so we'll still yeah. see each other. And yeah, I I will. I, as a matter of fact, I'm here every month. Oh, uh, from now until from September until April for okay. business. So okay. yeah, oh good. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. can
0: maybe get some get together. Yes, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, I would love to do that. For sure. Well,
0: everyone, please support Van Virtual Educator Network. You heard Johnita say virtualeducatornetwork.com is their website. They're on social media. They are p- three passionate educators who yes. care so much about improving the lives of other educators. So um, let's show them some love, and I look forward to following your growth.
1: Thank you so much, Thank you, Dr. Porter, for joining us. Thank you. That's a wrap,
0: y'all. Thanks for listening to Building Better Brands, and we'll see you next time. So that's another wrap of Building Better Brands with Amy Angel. If you enjoyed this conversation, make sure to follow us on Spotify and social media at at Amy Angel MKT. That's at Amy Angel with two L's, M-K-T, which is short for marketing. See y'all next time, and don't forget to shop small and local.